Welcome to The Lila Life Show. I'm your host, Linda Andrews, and you've tuned in to the right place to up-level in your life and business. Enjoy the show. Welcome to The Lila Life Show. This is your host, Linda Andrews, and I am joined by the amazing coach Erica Walters, as we are here to inspire and create. Erica, welcome. Hello, hello again. Good to see you. Be here with you. You have an amazing program that's starting in July and August Mm -hmm. called Inspire and Create. And I wanted to have you here to talk about it because beyond the actual program, which we would love you to join, Erica, over the eight-week journey, which at the very end of the episode, we'll talk about but I would love to hear more about what inspired you to create, pun intended, <laughs> this process and uh, what and, and talk about the process. So you have this spread out over eight weeks, but first, what was the inspiration for the process? And then we'll go from there. Hi. 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 <clears throat> so the inspiration for it really comes from when I reevaluate my life and I reflect and look back. The, the biggest turning point that I've had thus far is when I stepped out of a like nine to five type situation and decided to go out on my own. That was like the biggest shift that I ever had. And going into that before I did it, I actually did an eight week group myself. Ooh. And in that eight week group, like I've always considered myself a very like mindset savvy person because through sports, I would read like John Wooden books and Mike Krzyzewski books. So I've always had this like natural, um, like I've always liked mindset. I've always read a lot of those books, but it wasn't until I did this group and I started realizing like, yeah, you can have a really strong mindset, but you also have to have this level of vulnerability to be able to say and look at the parts of you that you're not facing. Like there was a reason why I was stuck at my job for seven years, even though I thought I had the most positive, confident mindset there was, there were parts of me that I didn't want to look at, which kept me stuck in the situation that I was in. So from doing that group, I learned a lot of different other areas of mindset specific to like emotional, the emotional aspect of it. And, um, man, I like, I really look at life now. Like it's just kind of a game, (laughs) a fun game. It can be scary too, but I look at it more as like a pleasurable game. And once you really kind of figure out that formula of like how to, you know, we hear everybody talk about manifesting, but once you really kind of start to figure it out and see little manifestations happening all around you, it turns into a game and then it's exciting. And then you really get to look at it like, oh, wow, I get to create whatever I want. And whenever I come from that energy of I get to create whatever I want, I just become overwhelmed with wanting to inspire other people to create whatever they want too, because it's awesome. Like, it's so awesome. Life has been so different. And I'm not saying that, you know, if you live, if you work a nine to five job, you can't have an awesome life. Maybe that is what you want. And your creation is to be able to have stability and be at home. And it it doesn't matter, but we all have these certain things that we want to create. And man, I've just seen how much my life has changed. And I just want to tell everybody about it. I want them to have that power too, or feel like they have that power within themselves. So that's kind of where it all comes from. Cool. And you have, uh, you know, your private clients that you work with one-on-one, 
And this group is an opportunity for people to be with other people to move through this process. The other thing that I was laughing when you're talking about the play, I'm like, isn't it funny? I, I re-remind myself all the time, like Leela means divine play. Like you're freaking stoked <laughs> about playing, creating, inspiring. And I'm like, we're at the right place, people. We're right here. And uh, I feel that like the energy as you're talking, even the energy that you're inspired with, that you're creating with, it goes beyond, it goes beyond, like it, it goes beyond, maybe that's the sentence. It goes beyond like right. that, the energy that is going in for the inspiration is going in for the creation. Like if that energy isn't fine tuned going into it, things change. Like if you were, yes. if you were sitting here like, Murmur, murmur, murmur. It's like the Charlie Brown voice. Murmur, 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 murmur. <laughs> That's my best attempt. <laughs> It'd be like, well, who is this girl? What are we talking about? But I think the point is that you're living, you're a living embodiment of this inspire and create process that you're bringing people through. That's what I feel. Um, so eight weeks, this process, can you talk a little bit about the actual what's going to happen over those eight weeks. So whether someone joins you or not, they can look at maybe each of these steps a little bit and mm -hmm. say like, Hmm, like, am I doing this? Am I not doing this? Uh, like the light version. Yeah. So the, the eight week, the group, the reason why I decided to create that one, because I like to work with groups and I think a special type of transformation of yourself can happen in a group setting mm -hmm. because you are forced to have that vulnerability with strangers, essentially, you're more than likely not going to know the other people in a group one-on-one, -on -one, at least working with me could be a bigger time commitment. Mm -hmm. so like a this, year. Exactly. So this is more of a, like starting, like a launching pad, mm -hmm. right? Maybe you've never really done a ton of self-development work, but you're interested in it. This is like the starting point mm -hmm. for you. So eight weeks to me, that's two months. And at the end of it, there's going to be at the end of the eight weeks, there's going to be kind of uh, in the last week, which I'll go through all of them, but the last week we're going to go over like some sort of integration process for you for the last 30 days. Awesome. So it's like a 90 day kind of change, but eight weeks is like a good time length that I've found where it's not too long, mm -hmm. but it's not too short. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to be enough time. The biggest thing that I really want to do in the eight weeks is help you to create healthy habits mm -hmm. and empowering habits. Like, yes, we're going to get into self-limiting beliefs and we're going to get into some of the other work, but we're also going to be doing these habits. There's going to be accountability around these different uh, mindset shifts that need to happen. So eight weeks is like that sweet spot of where you can start to get the momentum of, of implementing these habits. You're learning some things. Maybe you're starting to be a little bit vulnerable with the group, but it's not too long to where it's like, oh no, I can't make this commitment. That's six months. Oh, I've never done anything like this. Mm -hmm. So again, if it's for, it's really designed for people who haven't done a ton of this work because it's not a, a scary time length, because that's one thing that I do come up against with some clients. It's like, oh, I don't know if I can make that time. 90 days. Yeah, that's that's quite a time commitment. Six months. Right. So <clears throat> that's where the eight weeks comes from. And what we're going to be doing, like I kind of shared, is we're going to be going over a lot of tools. So a big thing that I really want to, to teach people is how to drop into their body. Mm. So when I say that, 
some people listening might be like, what do you mean? I'm in my body all the time. Where else could I be? Yeah. Well, that, that maybe that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. And, and it's funny. I went to a chiropractor one time who did energy work and he was touching my spine and touching different places on my back. And he's like, Oh, tell me when I find a tender spot. And I didn't say anything. And he's like, what are you talking about? There are knots all over your back, but that's just an example of being disconnected from your body which most of us are. So a lot of us live in the mental space. We're in our head thinking all the time and we have completely disconnected from our body. I mean, that's why we see all kinds of health problems and chronic issues, but anyways, we won't get too (laughs) sidetracked. I know we've talked about that stuff before. So a big part of it and something we're going to do every single week is teaching people to drop into their body. So this will be through like breath work, some breath work stuff that we'll do through some meditation stuff. Any of you who have a lot of anxiety, this will be really, really great because anxiety essentially is just feeling a ton of sensation in your body that's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So the more you learn how to drop into your body and feel the sensations and you're comfortable feeling it, when that anxiety comes over over you, you know what to do with it because you're like, oh, this isn't scary. I felt this before. This will pass. I'm safe to be in my body everything's going to be okay. So that's number one, teaching people how to drop into their body. And then really the question is, what is it that you want to create in your life? Like, you know, maybe you already have a career, but it's, you're not happy with it, or maybe you already have a lot of money, but you're, you're not happy or relationships, what, whatever it may be, but there's got to be something that you've really, really wanted that you don't have yet. Because if, if you don't, you really need to take a look in the mirror because you're not growing at all. We should always be striving for something more. Um, So where's that area in your life that you want more? And then we're going to kind of delve into, well, why don't you have it? There's a mindset shift that needs to occur. I, um, a a guy that I really love is Bob Proctor. Mm -hmm. And I was doing this meditation of his a couple of months ago. And something that I've heard a lot Uh, is the saying, there's no limit, only the limit of your mind, only the limit of your own thinking. And, you know, I've heard that before, but for whatever reason, you know, maybe the state of awareness I was in when I heard it during that, uh, during that meditation, it just like, man, it hit me. I like really realized, holy shit. The only reason I really am limited in these certain places is because I don't believe that it could be possible it may seem crazy, but I'm making it seem crazy. There's probably other people out there doing it. So it, it really is just my mindset. So it's, it, we're going to really delve into that. And it's like, okay, where are these blocks coming up? Like, what is it that you really believe about yourself that maybe you have never even realized? Maybe you've never even asked yourself these questions. And then we'll go into, you know, like really taking responsibility for where you're at with it like knowing you're not a victim of anything. That's a really big thing, the blame and the victim and the guilt and all of that. It's like, no, 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 it's your responsibility, which is super empowering because that means like, okay, if it is my responsibility, like, yes, I've created shit thus far. Like if if, if that's where you're at, that's okay. But you also get to change it. It, it. You know, if you're in that victim mentality, you never have the power to change it. So it's, where are the shifts that need to take place, taking responsibility for it, and then creating a vision of the future that you that you want. So 
essentially that's pretty much what we're going to be going through throughout the eight weeks while really starting to get in tune with your body, because the more in tune with your body, you can get uh, those messages and those, you know, that sudden instinct, Oh, let me give this person a call. And then what do you know, they happen to have the connection to something else. Or, I mean, that's how you and I even got together Mm -hmm. was, was through this. If, if any of you listening, look back at your life, have some of the crazy connections that you've made, whether it's a relationship, a job, whatever, um, it usually kind of comes out of nowhere and you could have never predicted it, but you have to get in that state of being like open to the unpredictability of things. We, we are so fascinated by structure and stability because it, you know, it's this false sense of safety. Um, but then your future is predictable. If I know what's going to happen, the future is predictable. So it's really helping you to get comfortable with not knowing what's going to happen because that's where the magic lives. It reminds me, what you, you know, you sort of said it, but like the cre- the power of creating space and then what can come through when you make that space. And I think that there are subtleties that are clouding the space. I'll give it an example. This is literally, this is like such a weird big aha moment for me this week where I got to a point through the different practices that I started to notice some of the, what used to be unconscious headspace. Mm-hmm. So what I mean is just like maybe thoughts, but they're just on autopilot. Yeah. And this was happened multiple times where I was going to connect to different people that I care and love in my life into this worry spiral. And I was like, oh my, and I was so connected to my body. I've been making all this space and I could clearly see how this worry has this huge hold of energy in my life. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm spending all this energy. And I was like, this is not for me to take on. But my point of sharing that is I think in the process that you're going to bring people through things like this can come up to the surface even easier where it's easy to like, you know, I'm 34. That's been on autopilot for however many years of just like worry. And where does that come from? We could deconstruct that for hours. I'm sure or probably a minute. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden you let that go and what can come through. Mm-hmm. And I think in eight weeks, you're creating this container that um, is going to be really powerful. I'm excited to see the transformations. Yeah. Fear is such a powerful emotion on, on humans and it keeps us paralyzed and it's such a strong energy. So imagine what you could do if you turn all of that fear and worry. I mean, this is, this isn't like exclusive to Linda, right? Like this is all of us. We have all of this worry all of the time. I I bet that's something most people can relate to. So imagine what could be possible if you knew how to turn that worry, turn that fear and put that vision towards like excitement and what could be possible and all of the things that you want, like, the sky is the limit for what's possible. Because again, it's that mindset thing. Like if I'm always thinking about the worry, I am attracting, (laughs) I'm now responsible for attracting situations, people, places, things into my life that are going to continue that worry. So that's kind of the responsibility pieces. Like your thought, mental energy is, is all everything is. Everything is mental energy. So 
If I'm worrying all the time, I am bringing in situations to worry about. If I am focused on love all the time, what do you know? Everybody that I run into now seems to be so loving and happy and generous. And I know everybody's had this experience where they're just in a bad mood. And then every single person you run into that day, it's like, oh, what's wrong with this guy? Why has he got to be such an asshole? Everybody in traffic, everything. It's like, yeah, because you're putting that energy out there and the universe is like, okay, you want more anger. So it's just, it's really, truly a mindset shift. And it sounds so simple. It's not, it goes deeper than just like, oh, let me just think of positive thoughts. Because if that worked, you would be able to just change your mindset like that. Sometimes there are some deep things in the way that need to be moved through and released before you're able to like really embody those positive feelings and thoughts that you want to think of, but there's something major in the way. And uh, I find like in a group, it's it can be really powerful because you can be held by a lot of people. Um, you can feel that loving energy. So you feel a little bit more safe. You feel a little bit more grounded and and I've done a lot of different groups and it's really interesting, you know, whatever I was coming to the group to maybe work through for myself personally, like everyone else in the group had the same trauma or the same, you know, that same thing that they're trying to work through. So it's like very truly divine and groups can be really, really powerful because I know me, like I can... This may be hard to believe, but I, let's hear it. Uh, in the past, I could be known as like a know-it-all. I think I, you know, already have the answers and I give the best advice and I'm the most positive. Um, but like I was saying, I wasn't truly vulnerable with a lot of things with myself. So going into a group, I'm like, oh, I'm miles ahead of everybody in this group. Like, wow, I'm so glad I don't have their problems but through listening to them and then and then hearing the things that they were going through and having compassion for them, right? I think that's what allowed me to drop my walls. Mm -hmm. And then I started realizing, whoa, wait a second. Huh, maybe I'm ex maybe I have been experiencing all of that. I just didn't even know. Oh, maybe that's the reason why I'm here. This is where the unworthiness comes from or a part of it. And, oh, that's not even my fault. I don't even have to take that on. You know, all it's of like, these, um, you almost, it's not like hijack, but you like fast track some of the unlocking because yes. you wouldn't have had access to it. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, the other, you know, we're co-creating together. So the people in the group are in my group for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it, it is to unlock something in me and, and maybe something about me is, is grounding to them and it's allowing them to express like, you don't know how it's all happening mm -hmm. and you don't need to, because again, like I said, the unknown, that's where the magic happens. So I love groups in short. <laughs> it's, it's shining through two questions. So type of transformation like desired transformation and type of blocks. Like for someone listening, that's like, oh, this is interesting, but how do I know it's for me? What would be some of the types of transformation someone could be looking for and the types of blocks they're struggling to move through? So type of transformation, I would say would be like a repeating theme in your life. Mm -hmm. Like, man, I have been unhappy being single for five years, mm -hmm. or man, I have been unhappy with the amount of money I make for five years. So it's going to be something where you've like wanted to change this part of your life for an extended period of time, 
but you have no clue. So how like to the do desire it. for the relationship, desire to break through an income level. Yeah. Just, just something that you have known for a while mm-hmm. that you want to change. It's like stagnant. Yeah. But you, you just have no idea how to, and maybe at this point you're, you've settled. You're mm-hmm. like, you know what? This is how it is. This is how it is. Life's supposed to be hard. Life is supposed to, to be like this. So that's what I would say as far as type of transformation and as far as type of blocks, Wow. Well, something we'll get into in some of the weeks is where these self-limiting beliefs come from. They all come from childhood, Mm -hmm. let's face it. And it's just repeating patterns into adulthood, but you don't even have to come to the table knowing your blocks. And sometimes I almost feel like that's better Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you've had less time to like harbor in all of these these beliefs, like we were talking about in a a different conversation before, like you can start to hardwire those circuits, almost the more you become aware of it, if you're not passing it through. So you don't even have to, you don't even have to know that part because that is going to naturally unfold. It's also, it reminds me of like spending just like, is that your highest use of time and energy to be fleshing through every little aspect of where the block came from, like probably not. And I think that can be part of the resistance is it's like, I'm not going to move on until I fully understand every single part of this. And maybe that wasn't even part of the work that needed to be done for a person. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, I'm excited for, uh, I'm excited for the group to kick off. You have one starting in July. That is Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. And it is 6.30 to 7.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then in August, it is on Tuesdays. Correct. So you have the Wednesdays in July, Tuesdays in August, and you have a hybrid option for people local to the South Florida area for July. August, you have fully online. Mm -hmm. So if any of this is piquing your interest, we'll have this all in the show notes. And I would love to hear from you, Erica, something that you feel like should land for our listeners around either something they could be focused on today or um, some practices to start working on. Something that I would say to focus on is to really take a look at your life and see where it is that you have settled. Because every single one of us, even myself right now, And what I feel is the best part of my life that I've been in, there are areas where I'm like, damn, I'm settling there and I could up up level this in some way. So really look at your your life and see where is it that I'm stuck. And from there, notice or a question you can ask yourself is what happens if I stay here for another 10 years? Mm and just see where that takes you. Maybe you journal it out, maybe you meditate on it, but if it's something that you're like, damn, if I am doing this in 10 years, like I'm going to be absolutely miserable, then something needs to change. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that would be a a really good question that I think you could ask yourself is, man, what's going to happen? And then also you could ask yourself, wow, what could be possible if this changed Mm -hmm. in a year? You don't have to know the answer or like what avenue it'll it, it's going to go down, but wow, what emotions would be available to me if I could change this? Maybe it's a sense of freedom or love. I mean, honestly, I think we're all in search of freedom. That's like ultimately, number, ultimately everything leads to freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, so just ask yourself those questions. Do some self-reflection. 
Amazing. Thank you. Uh, and next week we have the You Don't Have to Be That Way episode coming out specific to nutrition, but it's really interesting to wrap with this because it's like we fix into how we are uh, kind of with the grips of everything we know for safety. We can, right? Mm -hmm. And we collectively, we, every single human's different. Uh, and I think one of the quickest paths to suffering is I used to be like this. Now I'm like this. And instead of embracing this and going forward to the beautiful butterfly I'm becoming, I'm going to just keep fixating on what I used to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, so if that's resonant, why don't you rejigger that a bit? Join Erica for her inspiring Create Eight Week program. And uh, thank you so much, Erica, for being here. I hope there was something that sparked something for you today. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Leela Life Show. Be sure to share, like, and comment. Tune in next week. And if you're not already a member of the Leela Life Collective, you'll want to be. So take a look in the show notes and be sure you sign up today. Have a beautiful day.